Hey, what's going on, guys? Another episode of the Gridiron Uncensored podcast. Uh, today we're hitting the Big 12, you know, kind of put it out on uh, Twitter that that's they're on the docket next, they're in the crosshairs. And uh, good lord, what a what a crapshoot it was for most, <laughs> most of the damn teams in this conference. Uh, and it's gonna be like that going forward, I think, a lot too, just because there's so many teams that they're all kind of similar in, in a way. And, you know, they lost Texas and Oklahoma. So now it's just who's going to who's gonna take that step to become the big dogs in the Big 12 uh, moving into 2024. But again, before we get to 2024, we're finishing up the year uh, with the 2023 reviews. Last week we hit the Pac-12. They're dead. They're gone. Uh, now we're hitting the Big 12. And, you know, we start, we do the worst, we go to the first. That's just kind of what we do here. Uh, cause you know, that's, that's just how it is. You suck. You're, you go first, you get out of the way. And, uh, Cincinnati newcomer, they're first on the docket boys. Let me hear your thoughts. Let me hear your grades on Cincinnati. Well, I gave, they, it was very deserving of this grade and F <laughs> <laughs> very, very, very poor play uh, by Cincinnati and, you know, losing Luke fickle to Wisconsin. There wasn't high expectations out of them for me. But historically, as of late, they've been a team that's played games very close with big teams, and they did that with some of the big teams this year. But they lost them all. And then they lost to teams like Miami, Ohio. And after starting 2-0, and just never really got it together, couldn't sustain anything. So, F. Yeah, I mean – it's Cincinnati guys. Like, I don't even know what to tell you other than that, because <laughs> it's a, it's like a, yeah. It, it, F F is a, is a solid grade for them. I mean, I mean, yeah, it's Cincy. Like, I don't know. I don't know what else to say. It's Cincy, an Ohio man. thing. I think it's in Ohio. We're seeing a, seeing a trend or seeing a trend. So, for me, Cincinnati, yeah, I, I gave him an F. I'll tell you straight up. You know, their over-under was five and a half. And like Blake said, it's tough seeing where they came from with Luke Fickle going to the playoffs. And they didn't even do bad in the playoffs. Yeah, they lost. They lost by a decent margin. But they still, they, they went and fought, you know. So they were a program on the up and up. They're moving into a new conference. And Luke said, I'm, I'm skipping town, baby. <laughs> I'm getting the hell out of here. And uh, sure enough, he you know he moves on to Wisconsin, and now Cincinnati's kind of left scrambling in a in a new bigger conference. They had the, they did come in. They had a decent offense, thirty three uh, ranked offense, but the ninety third ranked defense. They went three and nine on the on the season, one and eight in conference. And like Blake mentioned, they they lost to Miami. No, not that Miami, Miami Ohio. You know, it's it's one of those <laughs> like come on, not that Miami. That that's an MGO blog thing. I'll have to tag him for that. Um, but it's just, you know, not, not a lot of expectations for them. F, F on the season. It's a damn shame. Uh, I hope to see them get better because I, I think it's a, a cool program. I, I do like Cincinnati. Uh, Baylor's next on the on the list. Total disappointment from Baylor from what they used to be. You know, I know they've gone through some stuff uh, along the way here, but, boys, Baylor. Yeah, they've – Seen some things, been through some things, just <laughs> like Cincinnati. They get an F as well. 
I mean, their only two wins was against the newcomers to the Big 12, and that would be Cincinnati and Central Florida. I mean, there's there was no, like, signs of improvement to me. I didn't see anything positive to take away from the season. Even going into next year, I don't see anything to build on. They was just trash. I mean, you would think – I like Dave Aranda, and I thought that things would do better there. But it just wasn't F. Yeah, look, Baylor is one of those schools where I expect a lot from them. <laughs> like, I'm going to show my age a bit. Um, like going back to when RG3 was there and, <laughs> and everything like that. Like, ever since that era of time for the Baylor program, I kind of expect a lot from them. And being in Texas, also expect a lot from teams in texas just because of the talent pool that they get to pull from just being in the state of texas kind of the same kind of the same thought process is like the california big california programs you mm-hmm. have such a big talent pool to pull from that you really don't have a big excuse is that like so i really am look i really think that baylor uh, like anyone going to baylor to start this program uh, or get it back to where it was. I think if they're a good recruiter and they use NIL properly and they do not do bad, bad things, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think they can get this program back to where, where people talk about it in a positive way and being in a top 25 program. I think that is, but on that, uh, all that being said, it's a big F for me. Stay positive, Baylor. It, your There's... time's coming. <laughs> yeah, Baylor, man. I, I, I too gave them an F. Though, Blake, you got to give them. I think you said you gave them. It was two and nine or something like that. They, they went three and nine. Uh, they did beat the LIU Sharks, whoever the hell that is. Uh, so, <laughs> what's I, I LIU State for? Pop quiz. Uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna say what. Long I'm Island University. Mind. We're going with that. There it is. Uh, so yeah, I, I don't know. I, they, they had to, they they beat UCF, you know, okay. They beat Cincinnati. All right. And then the rest, they, you know, tight game with Houston later, they got blown out by Kansas state. They lost to Texas state week one down the road, Waco to San Marcos. You know, they, they got beat by, by little old Texas state Bobcats, the old Bobcats. Now I'll tell you what, watch out for Texas state next year. Okay. Uh, I know we're doing reviews on 2023, but watch out for Texas State. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'm giving Baylor an F. Uh, do better. You're in Waco. You, you've got a lot of potential. Uh, I, I think, like you guys have said, they can be good. They've been good before. They just got to get back to to that winning style uh, without committing the crimes. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about another newcomer. Uh, yes, I laugh at my own jokes. I'm partial uh, idiot, so – uh, Baylor, another new or BYU, another newcomer. Obviously, a very historic program. Uh, you know, coming in from out west, moving into the Big Twelve. Now, all their buddies from the from the Pac twelve are going to join them. Uh, you know, people that they absolutely love, like Utah. They're coming, and you know, great friends there. But uh, yeah, BYU. Let, let's talk about that this season for them. You know, kind of on and off. I don't know. What do you guys think? Well. What did I call them? The uh, the Soren Mormons? Was that the was that the tag? I think that was for them? Utah, or was that Bay, or was that BYU? Okay. 
I don't remember. I Either way, uh, yeah, was it? <laughs> yeah, well, <clears throat> you know, they come out and they beat Arkansas, and you're like, well, yeah. well, they they could be good this year, and then the offense just nosedives like the Malaysian flight 370 or whatever, and <laughs> it just goes straight into the ocean, and they lose their last five games, don't even make a bowl game. And that's just sad to see because I do like BYU. I think they have the nicest backdrop to the stadium. And uh, that's a NCAA 25 question going around on Twitter. But oh, yeah. uh, that's that's about the most positive thing I can say about them this year. They did have moments uh, where they, they looked pretty good against certain teams, but they just could never really get like a dynamic offense going. And they struggled a lot throughout the year. So I gave them a D. And that's just for the Arkansas win. Yeah. Uh, well, I went with a D minus for the Arkansas win. <laughs> and, you know, it says a lot about the state of your program when people uh, on social media are talking about your program as being the one of the more challenging rebuilds in the in college football 2025 coming up. Uh, yeah. to do dynasty with and everything like that. So it says a lot about where your program is at. Uh, do better by BYU. Uh, but I again, like I think BYU, um, they're one of those teams that they they they're a poor man's Utah in my opinion. Uh, but <laughs> but uh, <I> love it. <laughs> that that's the way I look at them. Uh, because I think they have the potential to be like a Utah where they're very, you know, hard nosed. Uh, grind it out kind of games, make you work for every yard type of deal. But they just haven't gotten to that point or haven't gotten to that level where Utah's at. But uh, BYU is going to learn learn next year how good they – how not good they really are and get basically taken by all these Pac-12 teams that are coming rolling in. So I'm just, I'm just saying, like, yeah. it's going to be – it's going to be – I don't, I don't foresee them being any better next year. Uh, yeah. But more to come on that in the previews. Yeah, and rest assured, we are going to hit the season previews here in a little while. Uh, obviously, we got spring ball start and all that other stuff. But I laugh when you said that uh, the poor man's Utah is, you know, they hate each other. Mm-hmm. And I, gosh, I, I, I just know that people hear that they will get so pissed. But and I love that. That makes me happy, Trevor. Um, so yeah, BYU over under was five and a half. Uh, they hit five. I mean, but they still under. You know. Is, not good. They had the 118th offense, 106 defense, and up and down. They they did a comeback win, like Blake said, against Arkansas. Uh, and then after that, it just kind of went to hell in a handbasket, man. I they they almost beat Oklahoma State, which is another weird program uh this year. so yeah, I, I gave him a D plus, I guess. I, I don't know why I gave him a plus, just because they beat arkansas maybe and arkansas wasn't even that good i don't know i don't know d plus maybe i because i like byu just a little bit but i'm a softy for certain things like uniforms (laughs) the backdrops of the stadium uh which they do have one of the best i I will agree with that um so yeah d plus for old byu let's talk houston they're next on the list boys oh man you want me to just go right into it well i will say this about houston we all know what this is, right? Everybody? No? See, yeah, I have no yeah. idea what the hell this thing is. Uh, just like Houston, I have no idea what the hell happened to them. 
I expected. I thought Houston would do pretty good this year. I really did. I thought I like Houston. I like playing with them on my dynasty. But uh, you know, the, they had some highlights of their season. They they did beat UTSA. They did beat West Virginia. But aside from that, it was just ass. And I mean, you said hell in a handbasket. I mean, that's what Houston was to me. I gave them an F. Dana Holgerson gets fired, and I just it's sad to watch them play like that. I felt like they could have done a lot better this season. I thought they had some talent there. And, you know, their offense is always a top offense in the Big 12 and nationally some of the times. They just never really clicked with them either. And that seems to be the trend with, like, the bottom, what, five teams, six teams in the Big 12? Might as well call it the bottom season. ten teams. <laughs> yeah. So I went with an F for Houston – you know, so my bottom yeah. four grades is FFDF. And it's not going to get any better, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's happening again. They're getting an F. The Cougars, the good old Cougs are getting an F. Um, and uh, once again, like like you said, I mean, I'm not, I was never really a big fan of Dana Holgers, Dana Holgers, Hol- whatever, Dana H. <laughs> <laughs> He doesn't even oh, deserve I think a it's whole Hor- last name. Horgerson. Yeah, Hor- yeah, sure. I think we'll he go with pronounced that. the L as an R. Horgerson. Hor- Probably. Horgerson? Horgerson. call him Hor for short. Yeah. yeah. Dana Hor sucks at coaching. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> yeah. Ah, man. They got used and abused this season. I, I mean, just like Dana Hor does all the time. <laughs> Ah, uh, so anyway. <laughs> oh my gosh, man. Um, this is what we're the gridiron uncensored folks. <laughs> you know what? I'm not gonna apologize for it. I'm not gonna apologize for it. Anyway, what I, I did give my grade. Yeah, it's an F. It's an F for me. And Dana, rightfully so, got fired. And uh, yeah, Brendan, take it away. <laughs> well, where do you want me to begin? Uh, uh, <laughs> not with Dana so, Hoard. Old man, Dana Holgerson. <laughs> okay. You know, he, he's one of those guys that he's just kind of been around the block. You know, he, he's been off to, to West Virginia. He's been back down to Houston. Um, man, I, I don't know. I, I gave him a D minus. I'm just going to throw the, the grade out there. They did come in with the five-game over-under, and uh, they didn't hit it. So, I mean, you know, it's just like, okay, you failed the first block. They had the 84th offense, 112th defense. They barely scraped by UTSA, which I like UTSA. I respect UTSA a lot. Um, And, you know, they lost to Rice in overtime in, in week two. And then they go out and get beat by TCU. They get beat by Texas Tech. Really, the you know, Yes, they're a newcomer into a bigger, stronger conference. Um, but I, I, I know it's a rough season for them, but I think that they have so much potential going forward as a program, as a university. Uh, so I I hate how their season went. You know, they, they barely scraped by. Um, I mean, it, it was just they almost beat Texas. So, I mean, almost. What's almost almost, 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 only, count, almost though, only you know? counts in horseshoes and hand grenades, yeah. damn it. 
So D minus for them. Uh, I look forward to seeing what they do moving forward. I, I hope that they uh, become a power out there. I don't know. I, I like Houston. I want to see them be big. Uh, <laughs> let's get out of the Houston area because uh, just like <laughs> I-10, it's a shit show. Uh, we're we're going to talk about uh, the next uh, shit show is TCU. And, you know, obviously they were – uh, you know, the runners up to the national championship game the year before. Uh, and then, you know, we didn't really know what to expect. They lost a lot of players. They lost some, you know, people on defense, the offense. Uh, it was just like, okay, what is it? Colorado, that, that should be a win. Boys, you know what happens next. Take it away. Yeah, they uh, they ruined college football for week one for a lot of people. Um, just, <laughs> they sure did. I mean, they did. I mean, everybody wanted to see Colorado lose, <laughs> myself included. And I think Trevor was the only – he was the lone soldier he here them. that had faith in him. I know he did. I know. Uh, it didn't turn Biggest out well mistake by of my the life. end of the year. <laughs> 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 oh my god tcu they let us down however you know th- I, I gave them a c because even though they went uh five and seven every game that they lost well most of the games that they lost were, were fairly close games four out of the seven losses were by one score and as much as they did lose uh after the national championship run I didn't have high expectations for them. I had, you know, I expected better than what they gave, but that Colorado loss for me, you, you should have beat that team. It was made up completely of, I mean, like just jailbirds picked off the street and and you couldn't do it. <laughs> well, you're not wrong. You're not wrong, my friend. You're not wrong. D minus for me. It's a straight D minus for me. They should be an F because, I mean, I know I did pick Colorado. I know I did. It was a shot in the dark. Uh, You know, I think, what was it, like the first three or four weeks, I was like, yeah, Colorado, Colorado. And then they started talking, and I was like, oh, God, not Colorado. Uh, So, yeah, um, they were great until they opened their mouth, and then I was over it. Um, So that's that. Uh, Anyway, Horn Frogs uh, definitely croaked this season. (laughs) <laughs> for sure like uh it, it yeah as soon as they lost to colorado i'm pretty sure everyone said well their season's done it's over um i know we did <clears throat> so I, tcu is one of those very disappointing programs it's like i know look i know they lost a ton from the season before they lost a ton granted but still like you're still TCU, you are expected to field a better team than what they performed as. Like, I mean, you can't be consider yourself an elite team and then play down to the competition that you're playing in week one, also known as Colorado. <laughs> uh, so uh, I is just it was very disappointing for me personally because. I was I was expecting a lot more from the returning players that TCU had, plus the recruits they were coming in. I really thought that the the coach was the coach is a good coach. Um, it, I just really thought that they would turn out a better uh, better product than what they did. 
Yeah, I, I'm with Blake a little bit on this. I, I didn't give him a, a good grade. Per, I mean, I gave him a D. Uh, they had an over-under of 7.5. They had the 11th-ranked offense, total offense. Now, I know it's total offense, total defense. You, If you want to know the uh, the real story of a team, you look more into advanced stats. But for this, just giving a quick you know overview. They, they had the 11th-ranked offense. They're good enough to get up into that uh, category on yards and points, all that good stuff. Um, they had the hundred frank defense, so that's the biggest problem going five and seven. Colorado, I give them a little bit of leeway too because it was such a new team. That how the hell do you scout that? How how do you prepare for that? And this you don't know what what they're what are they gonna do? I mean, you can kind of go look at their film from their all the players' last games, but putting them together again, totally different. So I kind of I kind of give them that. Uh, but then you know, they, they got blown out a couple times. Uh, you know, they gave up 69 points to Oklahoma, um, you know, 41 to Kansas state and only scored three. Um, but I will say a bright spot on the team was Amani Bailey, their running back. He had uh, 1200 rushing yards this year, really carried the team. Uh, Josh Hoover and Chandler Morris kind of back and forth in the quarterbacks. Uh, they, they threw, you know, 19 interceptions on the season though or excuse me, 15 interceptions, they had 19 sacks. Uh, so, I mean, that's not going to help your offense any, even though they're already doing good. So those one-score games, you're going to lose those when you're when you're getting sacked, when you're throwing picks. Uh, if they, they can turn that around, they can still have a decent season next year or even a good season. Um, so, yeah, I gave them a D. Uh, I still like TCU. I think they've got potential. Uh, it's just a, just a funky season. Uh, UCF. Again, as we, we've mentioned, these, these teams that we're going through, it, it's almost like the same story for all these consistency, turnover problems, uh, you know, turnover, uh, you know, and the roster. So it, and just a funky year for the Big 12. Newcomer again, UCF, uh, self-proclaimed, uh, well, I, actually by the, you know, another metric too, the 2017 national champions, uh, you know, just so just so everybody's aware. Uh but they had an over-under seven. They went six and seven. What do you guys think about UCF and their, their first year in the Big 12? I don't like UCF. Uh, I don't like the pity <laughs> party for the 2017 thing. I don't like Gus Malzahn. He chews gum too hard. It's weird to watch. Um, I did give them a C-plus, however, because they beat Boise State. They should have beat Oklahoma. And then they smoked Oklahoma State which blew my mind because especially with Ollie Gordon, just, mm -hmm. uh, I mean, that game just was shocking. I mean, I'm still speechless. I can't say nothing about it right now, but uh, <clears throat> you know, coming into the big bowl, you know, I, I don't think they did awful. I mean, it wasn't just, you know, absolutely abysmal. They did get smoked by West Virginia, Kansas smoked them, but the inconsistency again, like you alluded to Brendan, it's just, how can you you go and beat Boise? You play Oklahoma as strong as you did. You smoke Oakie Light, but then you struggle in these other games. It's you know I don't have the answers, and apparently Spearmint Gum don't have the answers either because nothing worked <laughs> for Mazlon throughout the season. So I gave him a C plus. Yeah, C plus is pretty generous. I feel like, uh, yeah. But I understand. I understand. I understand. Your reasoning, I suppose. I went with a D plus for UCF, but but that, I feel like that's that's giving them 
uh, more credit than they deserve uh, because they're still UCF, and that's that. But um, I I personally like UCF. I, I root for them when they're playing these bigger teams, and I want to see the upsets. And they managed to pull a few out, and I and that's kind of their been, been their mo is there's a pesky team that'll show up for the big games. And then just shit the bed when when the when the you know the grinded out regular conference games against whomever you want to throw in there West Virginia or whoever. I I just I find it interesting that Malzahn is still a loser after all this time, and it just boggles my mind that he has a job in the Power Five. Four. That's right. Uh, it just boggles my mind that that guy still has a job, and I it, speak. I, I don't understand it. I really don't. I think he's a, he's a trash coach, and there's a reason why he's at UCF and still not able to perform. It, I don't know. That's just the way I look at it. I think that they just need to move on from him because uh, I don't think he's bringing in enough. It's it's Florida for God's sakes. You should have blazing speed at every position. And that's that. Like, that's it. Like, seriously, there's UCF is a good enough program, although they do have unrealistic academic expectations. Uh, but I, I think that they have a potential to be really good, but Melzon ain't it. So he, we, we had to let you cook there for a minute, man. You were, you were right. getting it. Uh, no, no, I like it. Uh, I love the fire. The Trevor Rants make me happy inside. I gave them a D. Um, you know, again, they were below the over under, they did have the eighth ranked offense. So, uh, you know, they, 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 again, were able to, you know, get the movement on the offense, like, like we expect from, from them and they continue to do it. Uh, John Rice Plumley did great. RJ Harvey had some really great games. Uh, Javon Baker, thousand yard receiver. So, I mean, they you have a thousand yard running back, a thousand yard receiver. That's pretty damn impressive. Um, but again, they still only went six and seven because you're you're lacking consistency. Defense is not doing what it needs to do. So if they can bring that defense to match that offense, they're gonna be dangerous in this this new world of the Big 12. They're a huge school. Uh, I think they've got one of the biggest uh uh enrollments in the country. Uh, so, I mean, th th this is a program that could also blossom into a power in the big 12. I know people might joke at that, but give them some time. They've been, they've been in lower conferences. I, I think they've got potential to go forward and, uh, and do something big there. Um, but yeah, they, you know, the whole Oklahoma state thing, beating the hell out of them and then losing to Georgia tech in the bowl game. I, I just, it was a funky season, man. I give them a D. Uh, now, now we're going to start, you know, getting out of these kind of bottom feeders here, rolling to some of the, the teams that are kind of that mid range. Good. Uh, but again, it, it's, it's a funky way that the big 12 ended up ranking, uh, cause we still have some losers left. Let's talk Kansas though. Uh, you know, they had quarterback issues with, uh, you know, injuries and bean coming in old refried bean our, our one of our favorites, um, they came in and, you know, they won nine games. Uh, so pretty impressive uh, with an over under of six boys. Uh, let, let's hear what you think on old Kansas, the Jayhawk. 
Well, I gave the Jayhawks a B because I am a Jalen Daniels fan. And I, I thought they would have done better this year, you know, if he could have played all season. But, you know, the cringiest catchphrase in college football history, <laughs> well, one of them, other than, uh, what was it, Maserati Marv, that's probably Maser- one. Maserati, but this is, Maserati uh, Marv. Yeah, <laughs> let's, but right behind that, I would say uh, the bean, whatever you said. Uh, I'm not <laughs> married. Re- refried. Hearing, the refried bean. Yeah, when, the yeah, the moment you said that, I had secondhand embarrassment immediately, and uh, I still Damn. do to this day. I, I don't like Bean. <laughs> I mean, he done good. Uh, I mean, throughout the season, it's just the <laughs> the word itself disgusts me. And uh, but yeah, Kansas they beat Oklahoma, <clears throat> and I really think had Jalen Daniel played, they would have had a better season. I don't know that they would have won the Big Twelve. You know, because Texas was a lot to compete with, but I think they could have gave it a run. And I mean, what you asked of them, they did. Plus, so mm-hmm. that's all I really got on them. Yeah, I was. I mean, you guys already know that. I, I mean, they were already my dark horse at the beginning of the season to win the Big Twelve. And there was a there was a time when I thought it was actually going to happen uh, in the season where I thought Kansas was really going to come out and. Uh, shock the Big 12 world, which is, I mean, it's a small world, but it's a it's a world nonetheless. Um, and uh, so what I what I went with with Kansas was, um, I guess it's probably a little more critical grade than I've expected with Kansas, because considering how how high I thought of them, uh, but it was a B minus, um, which is kind of on par with what Blake said. But I mean, I, I'm I'm kind of on the opposite side of. Blake, where I enjoyed the crap out of watching Bean play. I loved watching <laughs> that kid play, man. He had some wheels. Surprisingly, oh, that, I liked him. That kid had some wheels. Had some sooner wheels. killer, man. Yeah, sooner killer. I yeah. love it. I love it. No, I, I if nothing him else, that's a... weird. that's one reason to love him is that he beat down the Sooners. Yeah. Well, and, uh, and that, I played uh... Gabriel, uh, uh, Dylan Gabriel. I thought. Well, that was also their first bowl game since 2008. And, I mean, he, he was responsible for that. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm not knocking him as a player. I'm more so knocking Brendan for the catchphrase. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, absolutely. No, I don't think you're knocking him for a player. Uh, we respect good player no matter what the last name is. I'm, never mind. I was gonna. I was about Wrong. to go on a tangent about quarterbacks. Oh, I was boy. about to go on a tangent about quarterbacks. Oh, boy. Let's get on out of here. <laughs> All right. All right. No, I'm going to pass it to Brendan, but B minus for Kansas for me. <laughs> I just, you never know. You never know what's going to go. It was coming up. It was coming to the forefront of my brain, and I couldn't stop it. So I had to, I had to stop it. I hey, just, man. It's all good. That's, hey, that's why we, the gridiron uncensored. If you don't like it, then shut the hell up and go somewhere else. Uh, you can't cancel me. I don't have a job. Uh, so let, let's talk about, uh, again, Kansas and what they did. I like Lance Leopold as a coach. Uh, I think he's done a really good job there. I know one of my great friends is a Kansas State fan. You're not going to like this segment, but I like what they're doing there. And they also, you know, with their schedule, one loss, uh, a one-score loss to Kansas State. All right. One one score loss to Texas Tech, who is a strange team. One-score loss to Oklahoma State. 
that's I mean, that's three games right there. If you can get, you know, better quarterback play, I know Bean, you know, had his moments. Um, but still, if you get, you know, full your full-time starter out there, that, that could be a different story. And you're looking at potentially an 11-1 season. Yeah, they got smoked by Texas. Um, but I mean, you're you're you've got potential for a really damn good season back to like we saw, uh, like like Blake said back what 2007, 2008. So uh, I, I think they've got a lot of potential uh, moving forward. And uh, 21st offense, 62nd defense on the year. Fix that defense up a little bit. Watch out for Kansas. Uh, you know, moving forward, quarterback comes back. I mean, watch out for him. Uh, team that we mentioned. You know, it's a weird team. I, <laughs> my uh, dumbass self, I picked them to, to, you know, win the conference. It didn't happen. I was trying not to be chalked, you know, I'm trying, oh, boring and bland. I went with T, T, uh, Texas Tech and it backfired on me, kicked me, uh, kicked me square in the head. And uh, yeah, they didn't do so hot, boys. Uh, I, I'm embarrassed to even say their name anymore. Yeah. I, uh, <clears throat> I agree. I I would be embarrassed as well. I was embarrassed when you did it to start the season, but uh, I gave them a D and that I know they went seven and six, but I had higher expectations for them. And I I don't know about Trevor, but I knew me and Brendan both did because we had talked about it multiple times, like before shows and stuff, because the talent pool was there and you know, but it, it was it, Week one, did they play Oregon? Was it week one they played Oregon? Uh, it was week two. Uh, week two. Because they, you know, they lost to seeing, uh, Wyoming week one. That Yeah, okay, that's what it was. They they just crumbled in critical moments, and there was multiple games. They had opportunities to show that they were capable of playing, and they just, to me, they didn't. So it, I was very disappointed in them. It was a disappointing season. I think they were better on paper than what they showed in the games because, like I said, the talent pool was there, in my opinion. They could have been like a non-win, 10-win team. They just It just didn't click with them. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Texas Tech, I, was, I think they were not my dark horse for the Big 12, obviously, but actually, if I remember right, and I'd have to go back to my notes because I don't have them in front of me right now, I'm pretty sure I had them as my, as one of my fa- like favorites to like come out uh, come out on top in the Big Twelve, and that ended very quickly. Um, so <laughs> I gave the I gave them a, I ended up giving them a C minus. And Blake, you're absolutely right. They have all the intangibles and tools to be a successful Big Twelve team. It's just they 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 were terrible. They were absolutely terrible, and I couldn't believe it. Like, I mean, and they're one of those teams in the Big 12 that I think all of us can kind of agree on that we kind of hold them to a slightly higher standard than the rest of the teams that we've already talked about. Um, and and that's kind of where this grade comes from. C-minus could have easily been a deep D in the Ds for me uh, because they just – they. They completely ruined their season by just not playing at a consistent level. And really, that's the kind of story of the Big 12 is that most of these teams, if not all of these teams, minus maybe Texas, could not 
find a way to play consistent ball week in, week out. And mm-hmm. and really, that's that's what this comes down to for Texas Tech specifically. Week one, you lay an egg with Wyoming, and then which you couldn't afford because you had week two, Oregon, and you couldn't afford to drop losses like that to non-conference that you should be beating. So that's that's definitely where I sit with Texas Tech. Yeah, I mean – Again, you start off with Wyoming, and I feel like when, when we t- covered this game, we said that we think they're looking forward. It, it seems like a, a classic, all right, we got Wyoming to start. We got a huge one next week. We're going to prep for Oregon and do everything we can to beat Oregon. And even if we scrape by Wyoming, we get a win. Well, you're not going to go into Laramie half-assing it against a good Wyoming team. It's just not going to happen. And they went in and lost in double overtime. And then you go out and you blow it against Oregon. They threw a late interception. I mean, they, they were right in that game the whole time. And, and you know, then they had a quarterback change. Uh, you know, Shug's gone. Uh, he's done for. Uh, you know, Morton came in. He didn't have a horrible season. Uh, it wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. Taj Brooks, though, running back, had a 1,500 yards on the ground and 10 touchdowns. So, I mean, they had a good running game. Uh, it's just getting, you know, that consistency again, like we've said with every single one of these teams. So, uh, Texas tech, I gave them a D plus. I don't, I'm going to flash back real quick. Cause I don't know if I said it, I gave Kansas a B, uh, coming back, Texas tech, they had a seven and a half over under 64th offense, 79th defense finished seven and six on the season, uh, destroyed by Texas, everything else. Yeah. Not good. Kansas state busted them. BYU busted them. Did I mention can uh, Texas beat the hell out of them? I think I did. Yeah, you mentioned you uh, mentioned that. Do, <laughs> hey, just real quick, yeah. real quick. Did any of you find it just really weird on how the Big 12's standings ended up after all of this? Because you can definitely see like where I somehow randomly Iowa State managed to be ahead of Kansas, who's clearly a better team. Texas Tech is clearly a better team. Kansas State, who's clearly a better team. I just find it hilarious on how it all shaked out. Yeah, it's part of that, you know, where, hey, Iowa State with six and three in the in the conference, but seven and six overall. <laughs> so they get stacked higher on the block than, you know, Kansas, who went five and four in conference. It's just, it is funny looking at it because my grades all go like F, F, D, 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 and then a B, and then back to D, and then, you know, it's like a mix. And there's another yep. D in, you know, towards the top. You're like, yeah. what the hell is going on here, man? Uh, but yeah, it is. It is funny how it's it shakes out. And uh, next team up is kind of in that same mold, man. West Virginia boys, uh, you know, country roads take me home. Uh, they they took them home early, and honestly, I think they need to take the head the head coach on somewhere else. But uh, that's a topic for another time, I'm sure. Uh, boys, West Virginia. If I'm a West Virginia fan, I would have been hoping to lose more games this past year to get rid of Neil Brown <laughs> because I agree with you 100%. He was able to just pull it out just enough to keep his mm-hmm. job. And, you know, I gave him a B plus. Probably should be a B minus, maybe even a C plus. But, I mean, they did win some games, and there was opportunities that they could have won more games. Almost like Texas Tech. Very similar, but I didn't have as high of expectation for them as I did for Texas Tech. But I do like West Virginia going into the future. I'll talk more about that when we do our next segment. 
but for this one, I had to go with a B plus. Yeah, I hear you, man. Uh, for for West Virginia, Joe was man, it's such a weird ass team, but it's a weird ass state, so I don't really know what to say about that. Um, <laughs> so, so um, it's like the only university in West Virginia, so there's that. Um, I gave him a B minus. It was an okay season for an okay team and an okay coach. <laughs> so uh, they lived up to every expectation I could have possibly given them. And I don't really know how else to say it because West Virginia, as far as the Big 12 team goes, outside of a few years way back in the day, they just, they're a mid tier Big 12 team, never going to be in the playoff. Uh, I don't, I mean, Keep dreaming. Keep dreaming. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, keep savage. that dream alive. Stay <laughs> stay positive. Stay, stay positive. Oh, man. Uh, but it's a B minus for me, man. It, I, I I don't really have anything nice to say. Hey, so I, I've got to say the blatant disregard for Marshall University pains me inside. That you would say that West Virginia is the only. And they just I spit on the much. I said pretty much the only university in West Virginia. <laughs> Absolutely brutal. Did uh, you, for poor did you say it? Did you say it planes you inside? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Too soon, man. I, I'm, Too soon. <laughs> what? Uh, Forty pains, years? Pains. Yeah, man. Okay. I mean, <laughs> Forty years. Jeez. Too soon. <laughs> hey. Hey, it it fit in very well. Uh, but yes, poor damn Marshall, man. All right, I, all, right. all right, all right. Hey, he was a great guy. Uh, we we love him. But uh, West Virginia, over under five and a half. They had the twenty seventh ranked offense, which honestly surprised me a bit. Sixty uh, sixth ranked defense. They did finish nine four. Garrett Green actually did not have a bad season. Uh, not big on the touchdown, you know, side of it, but still twenty twenty four hundred passing yards. Uh, only four picks. Um, you know, Jaheim White had a solid year. Donaldson had a solid year at running back. So they had their running game at times really was eating, especially if you remember the Oklahoma State game. I feel like we mentioned Oklahoma State a lot. There, Those games between Oklahoma State and all these others in the Big 12 were just strange, man. Uh, but West Virginia, really, I, I, when I look at them, I gave them a C plus because they got absolutely smoked by Oklahoma. Oklahoma State beat them in a shootout. It was a tight game against Houston. They went up against one of the best defenses in college football against Penn State. Didn't really do much. But when you, when you look at their best wins, who who is it? Texas Tech? North Carolina, who was, you know, North Carolina? So that's why I'm like, like who, yeah, <laughs> pedestrians. Uh, I just look at them like, who, not impressed. You know, uh, so I give you a C plus, and I, I think West Virginia fans, like Blake said, I think you got maybe a little bit of the wool pulled over your eyes. You know, by old by Neil Brown, man. Uh, I saw it all on Twitter. Oh, West Virginia fans, man, we're we're crawling up the rankings. We're you know we're top twenty five team. Again, who did you beat? Nobody really outstanding. You got smoked by the good teams. Uh, so watch out, uh, West Virginia. I, I feel like you might be in a bad situation. Uh, just kind of had the schedule played out easy for you. 
Have um, no worries, West Virginia. At least you got some solid unis. Hey, that's true. Uh, though that coal shit that they got coming is, is nice. Uh, yeah, yeah. Get a get a better model for it, but you know the pictures. <laughs> but uh, but the the uniforms are dope, and uh, they're probably going to be one of the teams I look for on NCAA college football twenty five to start um, the dynasty. Yeah, well, yeah. Because <laughs> are they a one star program? They probably they might are. be. Yeah, uh, we we won't. <laughs> We won't talk anymore about that because we don't want to get fined. Uh, let's talk about one of our great friends' teams, Kansas State. Uh, another just a funky season. Uh, you know, I, I, I like the, the mangy cats, as Blake calls them. Uh, I'm sorry if I stole your thunder, buddy, but I, I, what a great nickname. Uh, Will Howard, pretty pretty good season. He had some, some times of uh, misfires and some bad interceptions. Uh, but he still, you know, he did good. He he got his ground yards like you expect. He did good through the air with 24 touchdowns. Uh, boys, what's your takes on Kansas State this season and over-under of eight? I gave them a B plus. I, I mean, I like them. I thought uh, – I like Will Howard. I agree with you. He had moments where he was kind of a headache at times. I'm talking like Abraham Lincoln-type headaches. <laughs> But they also had a solid running game with uh, DJ Giddens. I mean, I thought he was yeah. a pretty solid running back. Uh, the offensive line seemed to struggle at times, and the defensive line seemed to struggle at times. But uh, overall, I thought they was a solid team. You know, all of their losses were by one score or less. And, uh, you know, they could have beat – they should have beat Missouri, I felt. Uh, mm-hmm. The only games the, that they just didn't – like they, I don't think they played Iowa State, which is what shocks me about uh, what Trevor was talking about with uh, Iowa State being ranked ahead of them. In they the did conference. play them. They did. Oh, they did play them? That oh, was yeah, a snowball. And they lost to them. Yeah, that was the yeah. – okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. That just clicked with me. All right, so that explains that. But, uh, yeah, I thought overall it was just like an average year for them, about what I expected out of them. I thought they were solid. If they had a little bit better quarterback play at times, I think they they sneak another win or two in there and are playing for the Big 12 championship. Yeah, I mean, Kansas State, you know, poor man's Kansas. It's okay. Um, so, so, you know, no big deal there. Um they had a for, for me it was a B, uh, which is respectable because it's Kansas State, um, and I find it very weird that all of these people and pundits and whomever you want to look at, they're like, oh, Will Howard is this amazing co- or like average quarterback or whatever, but then he goes to Ohio State. Oh, Ohio State, he's the next. He's gonna bring him to a national championship. I'm like, what in God's name's going on? He is literally slightly better than than McCord, and they are just going crazy over this guy. I was never a fan of Will Howard. That's I'm just not – it is what it is. I think if they had a better quarterback, Kansas State would be a playoff team. Will Howard is what held that team back, in my opinion. Well, I, I, I kind of disagree. Uh, I think McCord yeah. was better than uh will howard i don't think that will howard edges mccord at all well i the, the only reason i say that the only reason i say that is because of the way the transfer portal treated both quarterbacks 
You know what I mean? So like the people yeah. that were offering McCord the scholarships was Syracuse and whomever else. But the people that were offering yeah. Will Howard was USC, all these big time programs trying to bring him in. So uh, that's the way like, okay, so I'm going to take assume that some of these smart offensive minds are looking at Will Howard's game, maybe in a little more, more of a microscope than I can. And I'm just saying like, maybe that that's the only tipping point that I'm saying. And then all of the crap when oh, yeah. he actually committed to Ohio state. And then, you know, that's where, that's where I came up with that whole, I guess, spiel. But um, for, for Kansas state, it's a solid B for me. I thought it was a really good season. All things considered. Um, they do need to get better quarterback in general. Um, and I think that, I mean, I don't, I, I will go through their quarterback situation on season previews, but I think it'll be a good, good uh, next year for them. If they can uh, build on what they already accomplished this past season. Well, I mean, I really also towards say the, real oh, quick, go ahead. No, you're good, man. Uh, I would say too, that Kansas state is not the poor man, Kansas. I think they're one of the exceptions where, the state program is the daddy versus Kansas. So I would say Kansas is a poor man's Kansas state. Oh, well, that's just a not that, that that's just you pander into the friend friend group. <laughs> no, Whatever. Don't, I don't, Whatever. If you, if you go back uh, what, 25, 30 years, Kansas state is better than Kansas more often than not. Not basketball. <laughs> we don't care about basketball. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say who, that's like feeding the homeless. I'm not gonna who you know who does that. <laughs> uh, I'm looking you're right, something you're up right. real quick. Um, so I, I can't find the damn thing uh, that I was gonna pull up for Kansas, Kansas State, uh, their history. But I, I think I, I agree. Kansas State is the better program historically uh, when it comes to football, especially over the last you know you know, 15, 20, 30 years. Um, but when I gave Kansas state a B minus, I gave Kansas a B, uh, you know, I know, I know Colt's going to be pissed, but I, I just, when I look at it, yeah, Kansas had a six uh, over under Kansas state had an eight. Yeah. They, they both went over, but when I look at the loss that Kansas state took to Iowa state in the snow, they gave up 42 points. And it, they, I mean, you lost to Texas with a backup quarterback, and Texas was in trying overtime. to give away that game in overtime. I mean, they they had fumbles towards the end. They had all these things going on, and they just couldn't capitalize. Now, I'm not taking any away from their season because I thought they had a really good season. They beat a good NC State team in the bowl game. Uh, that the loss to Missouri was tough, and I respect Missouri a lot. The Oklahoma State one is just you know funky. I I lean more of this. You know, there was some times that Will Howard blew it, but really the the defense at times gave up more, especially when you look at Iowa State in the snow. And like, like I said, that that game, I mean, they get they were giving up thirteen point nine yards per play to Iowa State, forty two points total. I it's just that's not going to cut it. And I, I want to see more. I expect more from Kansas State because I thought that they were going to, you know, really contend for the Big Twelve championship. Uh, but both Kansas schools, I think, are on a good upward trajectory. Uh, Kansas, uh, Kansas State, I, I like their coach too, Kleiman. I think he's really, really impressive. Um, but yeah, I, I just 
I want to see more from that that defense, and that's why I've kind of a little let down by them. Uh, that's why I gave them a B minus uh, compared to you know Kansas. Uh, the the anomaly boys uh, get out of get out of the state of Kansas and move into the the great state of Iowa, one of the greatest states. Uh, Iowa State actually is a, it's a college. Uh, they went over under six. They went seven and six, but boys, just a stupid year for them. I I gave them a D minus. I'll tell you more about mine here in a minute. I went with a uh, C plus because mainly because of the upset win over Kansas State at the end of the year. But they had decent quarterback play. The running game was what was severely lacking for them this year. I didn't get to see a whole lot of them. Uh, I did watch the snow game. I think we all watched that together. But um, aside from that game, just nothing really impressed me much with them. And they're always a team that they usually take down like one giant every year, no matter what their record is. And uh, I guess Kansas State would have been that for them this year. And, you know, I really don't have much to say about them. They lost a bunch of close games, had just mediocre average season to me. So yeah. I went with a C plus. Yeah, it's a C minus for me. I mean, they they <laughs> they the, the only reason I can explain why they beat Kansas Kansas State is that they must have bet on the over, and uh, <laughs> and that's all I can think about that. So <laughs> they, they were another one that was, criminals. They're all yeah. a bunch of gambling criminals. I was gonna say they were got they got in trouble early in the season with that. Yes, right? they did. Them and Them Iowa. Iowa. Keeping it in state, keeping it in the family. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but uh, you know, Iowa State's kind of annoying to me. Um, just, I mean, I don't that. I have nothing nice to say about Iowa State. I don't believe that they should be in a Power Five conference. Uh, I think they should maybe be in the MAC, probably. <laughs> um, that would be a good spot for them. Uh, I say, I feel like that'd be a good spot. Um, but. Uh, I think it's embarrassing that an Iowa team is in the Big 12. Uh, like, uh, but I think Iowa, if anything, they should maybe go to the Big 10. But then now with everything happening, uh, they don't belong there either. So um, it was a it was a C minus for me, but could have easily been a, a D um, for Iowa State, even though they finished where they finished, which is just crazy to me, mind boggling. Yeah, I mean, to finish fourth in conference is pretty impressive, uh, but I still gave them a D minus. They lost to Iowa. Uh, you know, again, Iowa's great defense, horrible offense, even at the beginning of the season when they had old Cade and uh, the Michigan transfers that, you know, they can't, they left salty and all that. But either way, uh, they lost to Ohio. Not that Ohio, you know, not, not our Ohio. They lost to Bobcats. All right. The Ohio Bobcats. Um, it's just you know embarrassing start. I think they they had all that issue with the you know the gambling going on in their heads. They they beat Oklahoma State somehow. You know that again Oklahoma State's in their like weird schedule. They got blown out by Oklahoma. Some wins in there. Lost to Kansas. Lost to Texas. Then you said beat it. Beat Kansas in Snow Bowl, man. So it, just a weird season. 79th offense, 50th defense. Uh, old Campbell Soup. He's a fraud. I, I, I'm still shocked that he didn't take a job a couple of years ago when he had them in like winning position and he was a hot name. Um, but yeah, Iowa State D minus. And now we're going to get into the cream of the crop here. 
for the, the rest of the Big 12. Oklahoma's next on the on the list, boys. They had an over-under of nine and a half. They went 10 and three. Uh, really good season from them, but a lot to be desired still. Yeah, I I don't know how I feel about uh, Venables there. I just don't know if he's going to be like a Bob Stoops top coach that they're looking for that's going to get them into national championship situations year in and year out. I mean, I think he's a good coach and a decent coach, but I think he's just going to be like a uh, like a Mark Rick, just a nine ten win coach year in year out. You'll hear their name; they'll get in the playoffs every couple years, and they'll be up there and discussed. But I just don't see them getting to an over the top, you know, story with him for the season. I gave them a B plus. They lost road games to Kansas and Okie State. And if you're gonna if you're gonna win the Big 12 and have playoff aspirations, you cannot drop the Kansas game. And you've got to win the game against your rival. I was glad to see Oklahoma State though in their series, because uh, they're not gonna be playing much or if at all for a long time. And uh having that loss be the last loss to them just puts a smile on my face. Cause I don't like Oklahoma. They, uh, they like to beat Alabama. I've had to watch us lose to them a couple of times and it sucks. And, uh, you know, that's all I really got to say about them. Well, I'll tell you what, Oklahoma, how far have you fallen? Uh, because I mean, what was it? Just a, just a couple of years ago, right? This, it wasn't too long ago when we were talking, uh, that uh, that it's you know they're one of the cream of the crock, the best program, one of the best programs in the country. And now I would venture to even go as far as saying that Oklahoma has fallen quite a bit from when Lincoln Riley left them. Uh, they just have not been the same Oklahoma team, even with Dylan Gabriel. Um, I didn't wasn't really impressed with Dylan Gabriel. I think he's an okay quarterback. I do not think I think he'll do better in uh, in Oregon with Dan Lanning than he will at the in within the Oklahoma uh, offensive scheme. <clears throat> so, with all that said, I did give them a B because it's. I mean, they still had a really pretty decent season, uh, but they lost like I. They lost some really important games. And for a team that's expected, not hoping to, but they are expected to be in the Big 12 championship, that's just not going to cut it for a team like that, especially when you have the recruiting classes they usually do, the caliber of players they have. It's it's just one of those things where a lot is expected of an Oklahoma program that historically – is in the top 10 in the country almost on a year-in, year-out basis. Hey, you really yeah. thought after that Texas win that they had was going to lock up the Big 12. I did. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, yeah. Because I thought Texas was going to run it through them. And, um, you know, that game shocked me. And I was like, well, maybe – because Dylan Gabriel, I was like, well, maybe he's a lot better than I give him credit for. But because I'm, I'm with you, Trevor um, – I'm not going to say he's like Drake May-esque, but he is one of those players that the stats kind of make him look a little better than what he really is. 
Because, I mean, and he is a good quarterback. I'm not saying he's a garbage quarterback, but I agree with you. I think when he gets into Oregon's system under Lanning, I think it will work better for his play style versus what he was doing with Oklahoma. I just think there's going to be better pieces around him at Oregon than what he's got at Oklahoma, especially Oklahoma going into the SEC. And I know Oregon's going into the Big Ten, but I just think it's going to work better for his skill set in that environment versus what Oklahoma had to offer with them moving to the SEC. Yeah. And, you know, I, I like Dylan Gabriel. I think you guys are right though. He's, he's got some tendencies and maybe he was forced to, to try and do that at Oklahoma uh, where he would get into bad, you know, pressured situations. And there were some fumbles, not a lot of picks, but some, some mistakes, uh, but still a good year for him. Uh, I just, like you said, that more talent around him. Uh, after Lincoln Riley left Oklahoma, they got gutted. Uh, coaches, players, recruits, the whole nine yards, man. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't mind Oklahoma as a program, personally. Uh, I don't like them, but, you know, I, I, I respect them. Uh, this year, though, you know, like you said, they, they went in and they, they lost to um, – Kansas, you know, 38 to 33 with with the backup quarterback in Bean. And then they went and lost, you know, in Bedlam to, to Oklahoma State 27-24. They had every opportunity after beating Texas, you know, like you guys said, to go and run the rest of the, when you look at UCF, UCF, Kansas, Oklahoma State, who is at times struggling, West Virginia, BYU, TCU, all these teams that you're like, okay, these these are teams they should win. They should walk into the Big 12 championship and probably locked down a spot in the playoffs. Well, they blew it, and uh, they end up losing to uh, Fafita and the Wildcats there in the um, in the Alamo Bowl. So I, I gave them a B, not a bad season. They, you know, they did and the uh, Red, Red River rivalry uh, this year. That was, you know, great from them. But just, you know, again, more to be desired. And, yeah, maybe, maybe they're just going to be a 10-win season or, you know, team moving forward. But SEC is going to be even tougher. So yeah, yeah. I, I mean, to go back to what you were saying about Dylan Gabriel, is I'm really going to be, I'm really excited to do the season preview for yes. Oregon because I'll tell you what, that's going to be an interesting animal with Dylan Gabriel's running ability and the way that Oregon plays. Because I, I like you, like you both already alluded to, Dylan Gabriel. I do not think his style of play fit with what or uh, Oklahoma was doing he's not i don't think he's gonna be he's a good sit back there and just sling it all over the field he did it he did it well enough but oregon's gonna oregon's gonna kill it kill it this year i think with him at, at the helm yeah and i mean he still got 93 run uh, carries yeah. and 12 touchdowns on the ground at oklahoma i just i feel like he was maybe asked to do too much yeah you know exactly. what i mean right and at, at oregon they've they've built a monster uh so I'm curious to see, yeah, season previews are going to be a lot of fun when we talk about these teams. Boys, let's get into the top two here. Oklahoma State, somehow, you know, they they had moments <laughs> where we were like, what the hell is this team doing? And then moments of like, oh, shit, okay, this this team is coming on. Like, they're a danger team. Uh, so tell me, tell me, boys, about Oklahoma State, what you think of this 23-year this 23, 23 form? I thought they were decent. 
I gave him a B mainly because of Ollie Gordon. The beginning of the season was what was the downfall for them. Very indecisive at quarterback, but it seems like once they got their guy, they did turn it on for a bit, but that, that loss to UCF, that's just, that's a brutal. And you know, if it was close, you know, yeah, you still lost to them, but I mean, they got absolutely steamrolled by Gus Malzahn, which is even more embarrassing because like Trevor said, the dude is trash. I mean, the dude is absolute garbage and to get steamrolled like that by them, that's just, that's a no, no. And, but they still made it to the big 12 championship. They had just a typical Mott Gundy season. They won 10 games, had some ugly games, had some moments where they looked good, but there's no doubt that they had the best running back in college football in my eyes. Oh, hands down. He's by far the best by, by and large, by a long shot. And that's, that's coming from a person that has, that really loves Blake Corum. And I really truly believe, but Ollie Gordon is the only reason Oklahoma state had a season that they did because after he blew up every team from then on was afraid to give him the amount of space to really take over a game. So they loaded up the box and, you know, they did the Oklahoma state did what they had to do. And even then they couldn't stop Ollie Gordon. I mean, same can be said for the Michigan offense, but Ollie Gordon, as far as the big 12 is concerned, hundred percent, the best running back in the big 12. Yes. Top three, easy in the country. Top three, easy. Yeah. Um, so maybe maybe I you know maybe I oversold it a little bit maybe not top top but you know he's the best in the big he's 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 the best in the Big Twelve hands down he's damn Um, good I'm not trying to take anything from Ollie I was just surprised when you said that (laughs) yeah I know but Okie State they get a B for me Gundy he's kind of like in that Gundy as a coach I put him in that Brian Kelly mold they usually you know they put they put together fairly decent seasons. They just can't get their teams to a place where they're consistent enough to do well in the postseason. And so that's that's why they're getting the B for me is because they just they lost too many games that they shouldn't have, like Blake mentioned. And uh I really I really just think that I mean this is gonna be I guess a hot take, but I just think that it's time for them to move on from Gundy um at this point cool. and they maybe just get some fresh fresh eyes on the situation down there down there with the cowboys and just see what happens so that that's definitely a hot take and our oklahoma state friends might might freak about that one i think i think if they did that that's like a bo Pelini type situation where you've got a good thing that could be great but it just doesn't necessarily get there but then you cut loose and then it turns into an absolute travesty so i don't know i i you know i this there's a brave new world coming uh, with with conferences and realignment. Who knows what might happen to Oklahoma State? I feel like now is the time for for consistency and kind of uh, you know keeping the status quo and just just chugging along and see what the see what the hell happens. Uh, I you mentioned though like they they kind of they come on and then they go off. When you look at uh, Oklahoma State, look 2021, they were on the verge of the playoffs and they lost to Baylor in the Big 12 championship game. Talk about Baylor falling off, right? 
you know, you're talking about Big 12 championship game, you know, two years ago, Baylor versus Oklahoma State. So uh, these teams are, you know, it takes a minute. They build up. They get the recruits. Now with the transfer portal, they're working that to fill holes. Uh, you know, I, I could see them still being just fine moving forward. Uh, this year, again, back and forth, weird, that big loss to UCF, just to me, unacceptable. That knocked them down. And then early losing to fucking South Alabama. Come on, dude. So I, I gave them, even though they made the Big 12 championship game and they get blasted by Texas, I gave them a C plus. Like, come on, man. You can't lose to South Alabama and they get absolutely waxed by UCF. Shit's embarrassing. But I still, I mean, I love Oklahoma State. I love their uniforms. I love their stadium. I, I like Okie State. But, yeah, come on. You got to finish, man. And, and that's why I, I was harsh on them because I really like that team. Uh, 30th offense, 122nd defense. Uh, I mean, that's just, man, come on. Uh, uh they did beat TAMU, though, in the in the bowl game. So that's pretty damn cool. That's uh, awesome. You know, old school rivalries. Uh, you know, but hey, let's talk about Texas, boys. Unless you got something else to say about Okie State. Horns down, <laughs> son. Hey. Well, you got to give Texas an A. I mean, they 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 was good. They was really good yeah. this year. Ken Ewers, Jonathan Brooks, Xavier Worthy. You know, Xavier mm. Worthy – I mean that that cat. What does Prince say? That cat could ball. I mean, he was yeah. he was a beast. <laughs> um, Quinn Ewers, he did his thing, and even you know with that injury, uh, what was the guy Malik uh, Murphy? Murphy, yeah. You know, he come in and you know obvious drop off from Quinn Ewers, yeah. But they they still won without Ewers, and you know they got in, lost to Washington in the playoffs. But you know they was there was no doubt that they was a top four, top five team, and I, I think that uh, Sarkeesian's got them going in the right direction. And there's yeah. I don't think that you can give them any less than an A. Yeah, I would, they're not getting anything less than an A for me. It's an A minus though for me, really. Uh, but they're they're in the A category because they one they made the playoffs, uh, and but you know and they took it to most of the teams in the big 12 um, outside of uh, Oklahoma, which is that's so that's, I mean, with how Oklahoma performed most of the season, I think it's kind of why they got a minus for me on that a uh, only because they lost to Oklahoma. I know red river rivalry and you never can really predict how the rival rivalries will go. <laughs> I can't um, say it either, man. Uh, Lord of mercy. Um, but I think that's a the black mark on them. I know it sounds crazy to say uh Texas versus Oklahoma is a black mark, but Oklahoma is not what they were when Lincoln Riley was there. And I think that Texas is at a point where they are far way above and beyond where Oklahoma is right now, which is why I I value that loss. Uh, a little bit heavier than than most than most years when the Texas Oklahoma game comes around because Sark has them moving in the right direction and I really do think they are going to be a dangerous team this this coming year and I'm I'm kind of curious to see how they navigate the uh, SEC schedule altogether. Yeah, absolutely, and I, I gave them an A minus too because I thought that they should have beaten Washington. Uh, I, 
the Oklahoma game, they had a lot of turnovers, um, you know, which, which hampered them. Uh, but and when I say A minus, it's like, you know, an A is like a 95, and then over, anything over that's an A plus, anything under is an A minus. They're like at 93, you know, not it's a hell of a season, man. They beat Bama early. Uh, they they killed Kansas. I mean, yeah, the, the loss to Oklahoma, you still got to give credit to Oklahoma because they did what they needed to do to win that game. But Texas did shoot themselves in the foot there. Beat Kansas State with backup quarterbacks. They, they made it through with the backup, and that means a lot. But I still, when they played Washington, I still like, I feel like they left a lot out there. Uh, and I, I feel like they probably should have been playing in the national championship game. Uh, so I, I gave them an A minus just because of a couple of mistakes um, and what I expected from them uh, after week week two. But um, still ninth ranked offense, 34th ranked defense, hell of a season over under was nine and a half. I mean, great job from Texas. They've loaded up in the portal. Uh, they're they're going to be something to watch uh, moving forward in 2024. Uh, so guys, we're done with the Big 12. Uh, Hallelujah! Rankings. <laughs> Let's get on to a real conference. It was crazy that this, yeah, <laughs> Big Ten's up next, boys and girls. Uh, but yeah, it, just a, a funky season, and it, we're we're gonna see more of this from the Big 12. I'm telling you. Uh, but it was fun. I think it's gonna be fun moving forward because I think each of these teams can beat each other every single week. So it's gonna be a lot of back and forth. It's gonna be hell making picks. Um, but yeah, we're we're gonna talk about schedules in 2024. I'll tell you, I'll tell you that. this, Brendan. I swear, I I mean, I may be off base, but I think this coming year, with everything that's happening, I, with the the college football game coming out, with the realignment, I think genuine real interest in college football is gonna be never never gonna be the highest it's ever been since the playoff was initiated. I think yeah. it's just gonna be out the door rating wise and everything like that. So I'm really excited to see the kind of interest and uh, uh, publicity, I guess you could say yeah. uh, that the college football programs uh, get this year. I'm really stoked for it. I know there's you know a lot of people that don't like what's going on. And I, I definitely understand it, but I, I'm really interested. Like you said, I I'm excited for the big 12 and all the new teams that are in there. I'm excited for the, the SEC. I'm excited for the Big Ten. I think it's cool. I, I like that the playoff is going to have a group of five team included. Uh, like that's the that type of stuff excites me. Uh, yeah. Now we're again we're going to talk about all this stuff moving into 2024 uh, previews, and we're going to have some discussions before uh, on these podcasts before we get into the actual previews. We got spring ball coming up. We've got um, you know. The, the spring portal still to, to come into effect. So we don't want to jump ahead of ourselves and then be like, Oh, well, you know, the team's totally changed. Now my projections shit. So we're, we're going to give it a minute, pump the brakes, and then we'll get those uh, season previews out to you guys. Uh, but yeah, big 12's done. going to be interesting going forward. Gentlemen, anything else on this before we move on and uh, get more content for you guys coming along? Don't forget, get down there, hit that, smash that like and subscribe button, send a comment our way so we know what you guys are thinking. Yeah. Don't forget to submit your questions, whether it's a team or conference that you're curious about, we tap on it all. So just shoot us a message so we can add that to the list of questions for the seven on sevens that we do. Absolutely, Blake. I got nothing. 
All right. Yeah, seriously, guys. Subscribe, share, like, comment, all that good stuff. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, for sure. Help us out. Uh, any team. I mean, we'll, we'll talk about any team. Group of five, I don't give a damn who it is. We love football, and we want to talk about them. So let us know your thoughts and your questions, and, and we'll cover it as soon as we can get to it. Uh, so, guys, again, thank you. We appreciate your time. Uh, make sure you share it and check it out. We got a seven on seven coming up too. So look out for that one. Y'all have a great night. Goodbye.